Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Get Jashed. I wanted to do today's topic um, inspired by one of my Substack posts that I shared recently because it's something that's really important to talk about in terms of how we approach things and how we approach life. Um, if you are on Substack, you can find me there, Jess Jash, and subscribe um, and and have a read of the little bits of, I guess, my heart that I'm sharing in there as well. But for today's episode, I wanted to talk about the risk of sitting, waiting and dreading versus enjoying the moment. And I say that as someone who has spent a lot of time and energy sitting, waiting and dreading in anxiety, in anxious thoughts and generally really not enjoying many moments. So um, that has been my experience, particularly in the past, and I wanted to to speak to that with with a real life example that isn't super pleasant for me to speak about. Um, any any pet lovers will understand as soon as I get into it, but it it is such as always. Our pets, our dogs are such a like, such great teachers, and it's such a good lesson to sort of be able to reflect and recognize in how that is showing up. So for those of you who don't know, uh, I have a dog. She is 10 years old. She was a rescue. So she was three when I got her. So she um, also statistically with rescues too, She she's becoming an elderly lady, shall we say. So she's still got some zest about her. She's still got some life and joy and and all of the things like she's she's got plenty of that really but she is also noticeably slowing down and i say noticeably because i'm i'm hyper tuned into her and and hyper tuned into any changes and everything like that um but not necessarily worryingly yet so just with that preface and you can if if you consider the, the title of this episode and just what I've shared there, you might be able to pick up on where I'm heading with this. And that is when it comes to the dog Stormy, when it comes to Stormy, I spend a lot of time just checking in with her, you know, and, and obviously she's a dog. So I sort of, I just check in, I watch, I observe, I notice um, all of those things. And, and there are noticeable changes to me. There's noticeable like changes over time of, of things happening for her or just, you know, slowing down or lack of energy, all of those things. And 
here's the thing. I could do that and check in with her like any any pet owner would, right? I could do that and be entirely caught up in the dread, in the the energy of only waiting, not just waiting, but only waiting for the 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 bad thing to happen, right? I could be entirely caught up in the dread of is this going to be, is this like what's happening and, and be, be very hypersensitive <laughs> or oversensitive maybe um, with any little thing that she might do rather than watchful, waiting, noticing and enjoying and appreciating the time I have left with her because I don't know how long that is. We can apply this to literally every single area, aspect, situation in life. It could be with our actual people around us. We don't know how long we have with anyone. Nothing is guaranteed. Not to get morbid about everything, but nothing is guaranteed. So, you know, we we don't know how long we have with anyone. We don't know what might change in the next year, in the next month, in the next week, in the next day or hour. We don't know what will come along and change something that we might be enjoying. And the, the way our human brains tend to, tend to work is we are always preparing ourselves for the worst because it's, it's negatively geared to operate. So it's, it's geared to sort of prepare ourselves for the worst so that way nothing takes us by surprise so that way we are continually safe right and none of this this is to say you know if you're going through a season or situation or circumstance that you just feel dread it's not to say gaslight yourself into not feeling it that's not the intention at all but really, it's just this opportunity to notice where we are. I'm going to say over dreading in a way that takes away from our ability to appreciate the moments we do have. And that sounds so cliche as I say it. It sounds awfully cliche to my own ears. But that's why I want to talk about it, because usually if it's cliche, it's because it's true. <laughs> I have found and and sometimes we need to sort of talk it through just to sort of because we've stopped hearing it we've stopped hearing the the cliche of it so or the phrase that is cliche so we need to talk about it to really just let it click into place again with stormy I am in the reality and the awareness and probably the preparation for my own uh heart <laughs> of course that, you know, and each time like I go downstairs in the morning or, or whatever it is, something, you know, might've turned or something might've changed. She's not actually, it doesn't seem like she's actually in those sort of dire straits, but I am still, part of me is still of that awareness of, yeah, this could turn this. She's at an age where like with dogs, 
things can happen quickly, unfortunately, or, you know, it could turn and it's suddenly a thing. And I have also noticed myself almost because of that. So notice that it's not in spite of, it's not me pushing that down. It's, it's me allowing that. It's me honoring that where I, you know, part of me just wants to be watchful and, and noticeable of her because it, it makes me feel as secure and safe as I can in, in that. Right. But I'm honoring that. And it's because of that, it's because of that awareness. It's because of that almost truth of, yeah, I literally don't know how much longer I have with it. It could be still a couple of years. It could be, you know, there are Huskies that have lived to like 15 or old. It could be. And it might not be. <laughs> but because she's at that, just at that age where it's all a question mark, because of that, I have been relishing the moments even more. So if you, if you don't know much about me prior to now and you haven't picked up on it so far, you might be noticing that I am deeply in love with my dog. She is my, one of my soulmates in this life. And it's such a gift to, to have this bond, right? And, and I know some people will get it. Some people will think it's ridiculous. I don't really care. Um, this is my experience. So... <laughs> What I have noticed, though, is because of that awareness and acknowledgement, I've had moments where she loves fresh cut grass. Like we, she just loves laying on the grass, like, you know, many dogs, but she loves laying on the grass, just gazing out. Like, and I've had those moments of, you know, at around sunset or even before bedtime, like when I go out to say goodnight and... And really that probably serves me more than it serves her, but I'll go out to say goodnight and like the the grass is like freshly cut and it's just, it's a clear night and it just feels really nice because the weather's starting to stop, to not be as grossly hot here at the moment too. So everything feels better (laughs) for all of us. But I've had those moments where I've just been like, yeah, I'm just going to sit. I'm just going to sit on the grass with her and she'll come over because that's what she does when we sit on the grass and I'm just going to enjoy it because it feels so good. And it's not in ignorance of the rest. It's because of that. Same thing with, um, if you've ever had a snow dog, (laughs) the, the shedding is real. It's not regular molting of hair. It's, it's a real shedding and I, it, it can't be overstated it is real. It almost can't be explained adequately. You just have to experience it sometimes, but it is real. And, and it's a lot of work. And I've had moments where I've sort of, she doesn't love it, but I've had moments where I've, um, you know, been in the middle of the backyard because that's where she's sort of like walked a couple of meters away from the initial attempt. And and we've tried again where I've had the brush in one hand and, and she might be sitting there and I'll sort of wrap myself around her in basically what is a hug to get at certain areas to brush out. And it's completely comical. She's fine. She's not actually stressed. She's just 
it's not her preference, but she always is super happy after because it feels better for her. But it's, it's this moment of work and effort and, you know, semi contorting myself physically or just balancing and, and holding myself. So sort of, you know, just natural backyard strength work. It's, it's effortful. <laughs> and this past summer in particular, each time I have had to do any version of that with her, which is, you know, a lot, I've, I've gotten to experience this beautiful appreciation of, again, the acknowledgement of, yeah, I don't know how many more summers we have together. So you know what? I am going to enjoy these moments that are basically just a big snuggle while I'm doing something and trying to get to areas that, that she doesn't necessarily want me to get to, you know, it's, it's this deep appreciation of the moment. And that's what I mean when I use that, that cliche line of really appreciate the moment. It's that, that is the real life example of that for me. It's in many other examples too in my life, but if I could give like, you know, the one that more people could possibly relate to or understand in some way. It is truly that. It is really this this space of being in this deep appreciation of life and the things in my life and almost peace and not peace from burying heads in the sand, but peace from seeing it all as it is. And that almost makes it more beautiful. But you can see the risk here of, you know, if I were to just be sitting and waiting and dreading and being in anxiety, that's not actually a good experience for me or in my dynamic with her so or my interactions with her so she wouldn't really feel that either she wouldn't feel how good that feels either so if it's anyone it doesn't have to be a pet it could be another human it could be a circumstance if if you're sitting waiting dreading waiting for it to end because you're like well it has to at some point it's going to end somehow how are you showing up in that that might actually alter the experience into something that you don't intend into a version of that experience that that isn't your choice isn't your preference isn't how you want it to be or how you want to show up in it's such an important awareness to dive into beyond the cliche line, beyond the just enjoy the moment because how many times have you wanted to to slap something if someone says that to you, like just enjoy the moment and you're really just caught up in the anxiety or the anxiousness or the the stress or the dread of it. It's not easy and it's the last thing you want to hear from someone, but what if you think about what that means? What does it mean to enjoy the moment or appreciate the moment? What does it mean to appreciate 
each moment doesn't mean that you recognize that you actually have more of those moments to appreciate instead of just waiting for the seemingly big ones to come along before you step into that appreciation doesn't mean that you naturally find more of those moments, not even have them, but you find more more of them or you allow more of them. You experience more of them. What does it mean for you? And that's how you get around the cliche and that's how you make it true in you, in yourself. So that way you have a better quality of life in general, right? But it also means that you might find more moments of joy, of contentedness, of inspiration. And even as I say that, even talking about it, I suddenly have an idea about something totally different. <laughs> Not podcast related, but totally different, but it's related to this recognition of just these little moments of sitting on the grass with the dog sounds so simple and our brains possibly might think that oh that's too simple it's like breathing it's like when we're like have you slowed down your breath a little when we're feeling something like heightened it's like oh that's too simple we complicate things but what if you found your own meaning so you really you know use this as a prompt to sit with what does that mean for you and then see what happens that's all we've got for today uh i will be next back next week with a new episode i started out strong in the year and had two great guests on and then uh, then I was traveling for work and I just, oh, and then I, um, became unwell for a little bit. Everything's fine, but yeah, just needed to be able to come back a little fresher and with a little more clarity and what I wanted to talk about anyway. So apparently I needed this time. So there will be another episode next week. But in the meantime, if you are listening to this and you are in Brisbane or you want to visit Brisbane, uh, I am holding a Soul Flow celebration workshop on Saturday, the 9th of March in collaboration with the Evolved All-Female Gym in West End here in Brisbane. Um, that gym, the owners, the trainers there are all really beautiful people and I'm not going to get you on the weights, don't worry. But what we are doing is a 90-minute workshop in celebration of womanhood. Um, and it is inspired by International Women's Day the day before. And partly inspired by having been to too many paid-for International Women's Day events where it was like a breakfast, like a proper meal, and it wasn't given a proper meal. <laughs> so I had to buy a second breakfast, Hobbit style. or um, Or it was all about the issues and the challenges women face, but that was all the content was and stuff that we already know and already live. And it was kind of more of a bummer than inspiring. So I wanted to 
create something with some really amazing women in my life who are business owners who own this gym and have this beautiful space that we get to use um, for yeah a celebration soul flow so it's freeform movement um, and open to anyone who identifies as a woman or non-binary um, or welcome in that way but it is truly a celebration of womanhood I will include the sign-up link because numbers are limited just due to space. So I will include the sign-up link in the show notes. So if you are around and local or want to be local just for a day, for 90 minutes, uh, you can come along. So in the meantime, take care. Consider what appreciating the moment really means to you. Um, beyond the cliche see we're just wading our way through the cliche to find the truth in words so that way we can hear them anew and hear them fresh again so I will talk to you next week otherwise thanks for listening to Get Jashed if you dig these conversations please subscribe and share a review if you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses you can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication emotional intelligence and well-being 